Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of the Data Brigade podcast. I'm Keith the Bearded Tank. I'm Zach the Tactical Gnome. And this week, well, we missed a few things last week. Yeah, we, there were a couple <laughs> things with the excitement of SHOT Show that we missed that, um, I don't know, from this week of still paying attention to social media. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, it's weird. They post a lot of things. Oh, this was at SHOT Show. Well, why didn't somebody post it while they were at SHOT Show? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's hard, like, yeah. listening to uh, Era 15's podcast, like, their podcast came out for day three and four on day five. Yeah. I mean, I can understand the, the, the yeah, if I could talk, the delays on, you know, on things, because obviously, if you're at SHOT Show, you know, you're going through all this stuff, and you're going to got to wind down a little bit at night, you know, the after parties, it's going to be the next day before you do it anything that has to do with that the day before and you know unless not you're really just because basic... it's just going to be you're going to be running around the next day then well yeah so i mean the little snapshots here and there while you're out running around but most people you know you're going to upload all your stuff that you take on you know, like your digital cameras and stuff unless you don't go to an after party or anything like that which will probably be us because we're not cool yeah to yeah we're not cool we're not cool enough yeah. not yet <laughs> um um, yeah. Shout out to fifty one fifty. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for getting in contact with us after. And yes, definitely. That was explaining awesome. more about the rifle. Liberty. The Liberty Beautiful rifle. Piece of art. Yes. I, I, that's it's just, art. That's, that's, that's just going to be way art. You can call it. Shootable art. Yep. Um, art that goes bang. Go give those guys a follow on um, Instagram. Uh, when did when's the raffle go to? 2020? Uh, January 20th or 20th or 24th of 2020, I think I read? I can't remember. I think... It's from... It's basically from now until this time next year, I think. Yeah, it is basically from SHOT Show this year when it was released. You have until SHOT Show next year, pretty much. And um, it's beautiful. He did say... They did say something about maybe cutting it off earlier. I saw yeah, something about... Yeah, it loses about, interest. Yeah, if, you know, they stop seeing entries kick coming in on a regular basis and, and stuff. But you... I didn't get a chance to go on the actual website. Did you check and see, like, what, how much the entries are? No, I didn't. Let me look again real quick. And I think we have the link up on our Instagram. Um, yes, we do. The rifle, like I said, it's beautiful. Even the scope is got artwork on it. Yeah, fifty-one fifty rifles. Yeah, fifty-one fifty rifles. Um, and eventually, we'd love to have those guys on to do an interview. I think we're going to work on that. Yep. Definitely going to work on getting them on. Um, they've already expressed interest in being willing to come on. Um, it's just a matter of nailing out the specifics to get everything rolling. Um, the last couple guests that we've had on are local guys to us, so that's a little bit easier. They're not quite so local, but uh, so we got to work out Skype stuff with that and technical details. What? Yeah, nothing. I'm sitting over here blowing smoke rings. <laughs> ah, yeah. Uh, well, if we could figure out Skype details, we'd have our other co-host on, but, you know. Well, no, that uh, Skype details are fine on that. Yeah. He's just... Actually, we need to do a YouTube thing, too, because I've had a couple of people ask when we're going to do a live... A live you know, stream on yeah. YouTube and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Um, it's $100... The entry for Liberty. Um, it says, and it all goes to a good 
cause. It goes to... The Extreme Couture GI Foundation. And if you don't know anything about that, that's Randy Couture, the UFC fighter. Yep. Um, you get... I mean, with you get a hundred dollars, you can get a keychain um, or dog tag. Um, that's the Extreme Couture GI Foundation keychain or dog tag, plus your entry to win the rifle. Oh, that's cool. At least they're giving you something. Right, for you get bucks. something even if you lose. Yeah, you know, you don't win the drawing. Um, you get something, and it, and it all goes to, like I said, to the uh, GI Extreme Couture GI Foundation. That's um, not to be confused with Gee, which is spelled the same way, Yeah. which is for jujitsu and BJJ, so yeah. And don't, I think don't get confused because it is, too, don't get confused because it is Randy Couture, it has, it's not Gee, it's G-I. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, if you go to, uh, 51, the number is 51, the word 50, rifles.com, um, they do have a link right after the video that, uh, shows the Liberty Rifle, Get, uh, there's a link to the raffle, um, and there's also a link to the Extreme Couture Foundation, um, so you can go check them out too, um. But they're a group of great guys. I mean, it's a, going to a very great uh, charity, the, the, the foundation. Um, so definitely go give them a, you know, check them out. If you want to buy a, ra a raffle ticket, go for it. I mean, it's a beautiful piece of work. I'm that sure you they have probably the sold a shitload of raffle tickets. Oh, I can only imagine. I mean, this just the specs... On that rifle alone. I was going to say, do you have the specs? It was right here if I just go forward again. To the, I know it's a three thirty eight. Yeah, three thirty eight rifle. Um, and it's got a Vortex off on it. I know that. That's the two things I know for sure. Let's see. Liberty weighs approximately 17 pounds and is 45 inches long. Rifle's custom and unique from its one-off aluminum buttstock. To the 20-inch handguard with a custom 26-inch 26, 26 octagon bull barrel, chambered and 338 Federal. Um, High-end scope with, instead of a bayonet to allow for better accuracy at distances out to 500 yards. Uh, iconic imagery custom engraved from buttstock to handguard encapsulates events occurring during different phases of this time period from Washington crossing the Delaware to the Liberty Bell and Gadsden Snake, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, as well as other historical images from the era. Pretty much it's a Revolutionary War rifle. Yeah, it, it's kind of paying tribute to the muskets used in the Revolutionary War. I do like that octagon barrel. Yeah. And actually, a lot of their rifles, if you look on their website, have octagon barrels. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So, and... Uh, it lives in a custom-built wooden rifle crate, complete with rope handles, ready to mount on the wall. Because, I mean, I, yeah, might, I, I might shoot it once. One I round. I would shoot it one time. One round, clean it up. And then never shoot it again. And it's a display piece. Yeah. Until I had to maybe shoot well, some until, red coats again. Yeah. That'd be about it. Well, uh, they wouldn't be red coats anymore, though. 
They're still the fucking British. Yeah. I mean... There's one. Yeah, yeah, there's one. Uh, I mean, I don't want to sound like a tinfoil hot guy, but the, you know, the IRS, the Federal Reserve are owned by England. But we won't get into that. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so... Oh, come on. You don't think the British will come back over on ships again? Little wooden oh, ships? And... Uh, not wooden ships. Yeah, they'll come over on wooden <laughs> ships with big white sails and... Well, there'd be big white billows of nuclear steam Poof. from, you know... Yeah, we won't nuke them. We'll just shoot them with the... Air. No, nuclear-powered ships. You know, submarines. Yeah, we'll just... Giant diesel steel boats. Yeah. Whatever. Technology there, I forget changes. what... I, there was a car... I forget. Was it South Park that had that? The British reinvaded... Probably. Yeah, it was, it was South, South Park, Park, I think. Sounds like something South yeah, Park. Yeah, it was, it was kind of hilarious because then we shot them with, like, F-22s and F-16s. Yeah. Bomb the shit out of them. Did you hear about the thing where they, some of the lifespans of the first run F-22s or or F-35s are having uh, hull integrity issues, cutting their lifespan and like by 75%? You don't say. <laughs> I was like, huh. I'm sorry. I personally think that was a failed thing from the get-go. I mean, did you watch the whole show that they had going on with that? I haven't watched... Much on the F-35, but let me explain something. I was at they had a whole an airbase, which I won't say where I was at, but I was at an airbase doing construction work at 18 years old, and they had a, they were one of the first few airbases to get a full squadron of F-22s. Those things were freaking impressive. And I thought they were awesome planes. I don't know all the details, what this, that, the other, of why, but personally I think the F-35 should have just been mothballed for a while longer and well, the whole really gone over some more. Because the F-22 was doing what I think needed to be done. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the F-35, the uh, JSF, Joint Strike Fighter Program, it was like when Glock and uh, SIG and all them had the competition to see who was going to get the contract yeah, for then, the new service rep weapon. Yeah, they did Glock the same thing with the F-35. Failed the drop, drop save. Yeah. They, no, not Glock, SIG. Sorry. SIG. Sorry. Sorry, Glock. Uh, they did the exact same thing with the F-35. It was Boeing, Lockheed Martin, um... Uh, there was one other. They had a whole show on it. I watched it because I was, my plan out of high school was to go straight to the Air Force. Um, a metal plate and screws in my ankle kind of screwed that. Um, but yeah, it, when you have a time crunch and a competition like that, corners get cut. Now, don't get me wrong. They, they said it's just from the initial batch that they manufactured. They then have since corrected the issue, and the, the the newer planes don't have the issue. But it's some of the you know the first rounds that came out. There was some about cracking on the uh, the exterior surface. I don't know. I'm and, not. But yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah, I mean, and VTOL, okay, it's awesome, and it would come in handy like on an aircraft carrier, but. Or, we well, got planes that are doing that. Well, I think the vertical take. I think the vertical, vertical take, takeoff is, awesome. is kind of cool. Landing is kind of a little less, but I mean, 
Okay. Why would you vertically land a fighter plane? Well, there are reasons for that. Like, I can see the Osprey because it can Well, remember we had the Harrier, too. Yeah. I, but the Harrier did so much damage every time it took off from a carrier deck because yeah. of the, the heat. Yeah. It would fuck up the deck. I've talked to a couple of people that were on carriers that had the Harriers on them, and yeah. it would fuck up the deck. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that... That's what, two? That, that was twice there, yeah. So three? Yeah, three. Okay, three. Um, if you're wondering why I'm counting, we're trying to see how many times I say the F word in one podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, if it were, like I said, like an Osprey that can carry some personnel... That's another one that I was like, Neh. It's a little weird, don't get me wrong, but it holds more than a helicopter... Yeah, well, how many troops had to die before they actually got it right? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, that was that was a lot of loss of life there. I think, what, two, three, three, three of them crashed? Four of them crashed? I think so, yeah. I don't know. I, don't I could be wrong. Again, somebody from the DOD, come on and correct us. Yeah. Um, okay, well, back to what we were talking back, about. Back to, like, back on It might get a little bit fight. random today. We're going to cover what we have missed from SHOT Show and might get into some other little stuff. Oh, we're going to get into some other stuff, basically. The SHOT Show thing is going to be fairly quick. Yeah, just a quick recap. Um, uh, the ones that we missed. Yeah. Uh, Brown Nose Retro. Okay, yeah, because I find this stuff cool and you don't. Well, you do, but I not, do? not as cool as me. Yeah. Um, Brown Nose. I don't fanboy out over as quite as much as you do. Or well, I fanboy out over a little bit nerdier stuff. Yeah. Like the one guy that shared in his... Instagram name was Spartan one one seven. That's Master Chief from Halo. Yeah. I nerded. <laughs> um, Brown Elves, uh, Inc. So everybody knows who Brown Elves is. If you don't, do some research. Brown Elves Inc. Um, Brown Elves came out with a retro line. I think last year, and this year they've expanded the retro line of the. AR-15 platform, and that retro line kind of goes back into the, some of the cool stuff that, for the retro of, like, the M16A1, and the, all of that era, and, like, they've got some really neat ones, they kind of got, like, a Colt Commando looking one. Yeah. Um, but the one that really kind of piques my interest, and I think is really neat is the retro proto yep and the reason i think that is neat is because it doesn't have your standard ar-15 charging handle it has a trigger charging handle underneath the carry handle the carry handle and that comes from one of the designs from Eugene Stoner, yep. who is the godfather of the M16. The whole AR platform. Well, yeah, the whole AR platform, basically. But, um, And we're going to have a podcast, I think that may be next week's episode. Uh, we, may, we may have to take a week off to do some studying. Like, we may just have, like, a quick, like, hey, here's what's going on. Because... The next two episodes, for sure, like I think yep. we've discussed. So we're going to do a AR-15 episode, history of, and so on and so forth. 
and a Otto Kalishnikov episode, which I don't know if that's what AK stands for. I think that's what it stands for. It's, it's something not Otto. It's, it is Kalishnikov. Yeah. It's whatever. It's their yeah. weird alphabet. Yeah. Anatoly Kalishnikov. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Whatever. It, it's Mikhail Kalishnikov, me. the godfather of the modern assault rifle, and he gets that term because he really is. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we're gonna do a whole thing on an episode on AR, an, an episode, episode on AK. AK, and then sometime later this year. If we can get everybody to come on at once, and you know, if anybody would like to come on that's out there listening, I want to do the old-fashioned AR versus AK. Everyone's debate. done it, so we got to join the club. Yeah, I, I don't want to do it because <laughs> everybody's done it. I don't care, but I want to do the big debate. Yeah, and then eventually we'll do a Glock versus 1911 one because I just like. Or not even just Glock, just polymer frame versus steel frame. Well, or just basically yeah, yeah, yeah. striker fire pistols versus 1911. Yeah. We'll just do striker fire versus 1911. Yeah. Or single action, dual action, or whatever. Yeah, whatever. You know, we'll just get into yeah. it, whatever. <laughs> and um, eventually, we also have one of our friends is going to come on and talk uh, knives, which that Cold is completely... steel. That's going to be out of your realm Yep. a little bit, because we'll be talking some... I mean, the knife making process? I'm okay with. Yeah, but we're going to be talking like blade steel. Yeah, I don't know the difference between. And some of it, that is out of my realm. He knows a lot. Like, he's super smart. I don't know why he just doesn't make knives. Um, But. uh, Oh, yes. Can we save that abortion for (laughs) the end? Yeah, we can save that one. Uh, The Trailblazer Pocket. Ah, yes. Credit card. I don't know the proper name for it, but Trailblazer. um, Trailblazer Arms? I deleted the picture like an idiot. Their little single shot credit card foldable 22. Um, I believe it's in uh, 22. You can get it in 22 WSM now. Um, maybe. Or WSR, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't yeah. know. And this is because I just quick seen it and I didn't really. I think the little thing's cool. Life card. The Trailblazer life card. There you go. Trailblazer life card. I want one. Just to have it. Just a one, have it, and two, I would probably carry the living shit out of that thing. Like, that would probably be on me. Wow. Wow. I got a hole in my mouth. Or in your beer can. No, it's definitely in my mouth. I had because, my pierced at one point. Like, that, yeah. like, you yeah. straight missed. I don't know how I did that. Yeah, it's the uh, Trailblazer Firearms Life Card. 22 Long Rifle Rim Fire. Now, I think they also offer it in 22 WSMR. I think at least that's what it said on their Instagram. Yeah, they might. Um, this is on personaldefenseworld.com. I want one. Yeah. Just to have. I probably would rock it. Like, I mean, it looks like it's probably as thick as my entire wallet. Yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, carry it's a, a sing- tiny wallet. It's a single shot, yep. and you can carry up to three extra rounds. So it's a good little like last resort pistol. Mm. If you find yourself in that... Four th- rounds in the handle. Oh, four rounds in the handle. Okay. Yep. But still, if you... Yeah, still. I mean... It, my only thing is the way that way it pivots open, it would definitely be a little awkward to shoot. It's cool as hell. It's not meant to look... It's meant to, like, be that if you need it, 
Yeah. Like, if somebody took your main weapon... Yeah, I mean, that would definitely do. I mean, that'd be something you could carry. I would probably carry it as a second. Um, <laughs> little man's up here because he's not feeling well. I wanted daddy. Um, yeah, I would definitely carry it as a backup, probably. A backup to a backup. No, you can't have my actual phone. No. Play with your little flip phone there, buddy. Um, it's cool. Like I said, it's just me. It would definitely be a backup that would be kept with my wallet. That could be like a butt cheek gun. Yeah. I don't care my back pocket. No, I mean like... Oh, yeah. Prison, prison, yeah, wallet. Exactly. prison wallet gun. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, if it got that bad, like, yeah. Yeah. You know. And, you know, my... I don't know. I won't get there. <laughs> Alright, what was the other... Uh, the Aimpoint Acro. Okay, so I don't... ACRO... I don't know a whole lot about this. I've seen it. I've seen a lot of hate on it. I've seen a lot of... People hating on it. Because it's not an RMR. And because it's the same size as an RMR. But it's a full hood sight. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of hatred on it. And... I'm that guy that if there's a lot of hatred on something... Like, I'm gonna at least check it out. I kind of think it's neat. I haven't shot it. I haven't got to play with it, but it's aim point, so. An acro P1. I'm pretty sure it'll be kind of cool. It's a pistol sight, yeah. by the way, folks. Yeah. Um. Ah, what the heck is this? I mean, it's something different. Because everybody's doing the RMR thing. The RMR, RMR, RMR. You know. It's different. Uh oh. What'd what you find? You find? Oh, you yeah. Find. See, I don't run a red dot. Yet. Uh, yeah, yet. Um, mostly because I don't know how I feel about running a dovetail plate because you can't mill my slide for That's a red why dot. You're gonna have to buy a glove. Yep. Which I'm it, already looking into it. He's looking at buying a 17, folks. A 17. Uh, he may be converted. I'm not getting rid of my Springfield, but I'm, I'm not nodding getting... my head over here, going, "Yes, yeah. he will." I won't get rid of it. Yes, I... he will. I will keep it. But he'll, I... he'll keep it and put it in the safe and never touch it again after he buys a Glock. And I'll probably let Leah start shooting it. Oh, there you go. But you'll but yeah. carry a Glock. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'm debating between a 17 and a 19, but. 17's a little bit bigger, longer barrel than the 19. 19's better. Yeah, 19's going to be better to carry. Um, before everybody starts hating, yes, yes, okay, relax. Because, you know, oh, oh, Glock 19, everybody's got one, blah, blah, blah. There's a reason everybody's got one. What's that reason? Why? Because they're worth it. They're good. I mean... I mean, granted, you got to change the sights. Yeah, and I mean, the factory Glock sights are garbage yeah um, sorry glock i'm not my brother-in-law's 42 he's like dude this stays in the safe i don't ever carry nothing dude the freaking rear sight is way off the yeah, they, they, i'm like come on glock get with the times like every you know he, I'm you know sure that I people are gonna change. <laughs> yeah but glock gotta know by now after years and years like 
your sights are points, not your sights are trash. Like yeah. put better sights on it. Yeah. So sights, and then well, I'm trigger and barrel. Yeah. And weapons light and. Yeah. O light. PL mini. I've heard bad reviews bucks. on. I've heard bad reviews on it. Have you? Now mind you, I have an O light as my. Yeah, your hand, my hand light, uh, my handheld light, and it's the SR1 baton, and that thing is freaking beautiful. But I've heard nothing but bad reviews on the Valkyrie and the OL Mini because the battery life isn't long enough for a weapons light. I've heard just a bunch of bad reviews on it. Okay. Um, and then I've heard some positive too, but I've heard a lot of people say the battery life isn't terrible <laughs> yeah. versus a but surefire. X three hundred, yeah, um, which is kind of what I'm looking at, or maybe a TLR seven. Again, kind of. I don't want a huge chunky weapons like that, right? But at the same time, you want something like dependable. No, well, see if I get if whatever I get is gonna have stupid looms on it. Yeah, like I'd rather blind you than have to shoot you. Right. Yeah. Um, I'd rather burn your retinas out just so, you know. Yeah. I'd like to try, like, an Acro and an RMR and a Delta. Just so that I can find the one I like. That's why I'd like to go to the range and try out if I'm going to buy something to make sure I'm going to like it. Like, when I bought my Springfield when I first bought it, I went through... Probably 30 different handguns, feeling them, trying them. I didn't shoot them. I mean, I've shot 22s, 9s. I know what the, the general recoils is over like, and it, the Springfield fit my hand nice, and I liked it. Now there are things, it was a close tie between buying a 19 and my Springfield. And I came down to the point where I felt I liked the way the Springfield fit my hand better. Now, after getting more experience, I'm liking some of the, the better things of the Glock. Be like being able to mill the slide, have a more secure red dot mount. Glock Nation! <laughs> and just there's more aftermarkets for it. Aftermarket stuff for it. So. Um, speaking of Glock. Yeah. Uh, the Raid Tech Glock slide. Okay, yeah. Oh, what else were you looking well, at? Well, the the brace. Oh yeah, the yeah the flux brace. The flux brace. That the, the I, wow. Okay, so I don't know because I don't want to like I don't, I don't know. The department. We don't want to get the department of making me sad, pissed off. No, because <laughs> I'm sure they've seen it. Like, oh yeah. It, but I, guess who wasn't at Shot Show? <laughs> the department of making me sad. Um, concept. Okay, yeah, cool. I mean, maybe it's for a niche market. Yeah, it definitely feels like a niche item. But is it a good way to get the ATF pissed off? Probably. But, but I'd at have the same to, time, like I'd have SB to, brace. Well, I'd have to read stuff. more into it. Yeah. Like. Because the one kid called it a stock in the one video. And I was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. no. 
that's one we may have to review later. But, yeah. Uh, we'll have to definitely look more into that and go yeah, over Yeah, I'm not it. real. Yeah. I don't see the point. And like, now for a handicapped person, maybe, I think that'd be kind of like a... Yeah, like there was, there was one guy, he, I don't know who he was, but he had like, shooting an AR and he had like... I added him on Facebook. He's, um... He was killing it. Nubs is his, it's something Nubs, but the dude, um, got hit by an IED. Ooh. And yeah. really burnt up. But yeah, I, ha I added him on Instagram, and this dude is killing it. Yeah. Um... With his, like, index, like his ring finger. I thought he was using his pinky. Maybe he is. I, on the one video, maybe. But the guy is just killing it. And I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. And I watched a couple more of his videos on his Instagram, and he's just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the last thing, because I don't care, because, well, it's Caltech. Um, Caltech made two stupid things for well again not stupid but I mean this is coming from the company that says you could drink your own piss or whatever that ad was something about drinking your own piss because they're better than everybody else or something I don't know I, yeah I don't know whatever it's Caltech um the okay. 30 the 33 round 22 that looks oh. like a friggin Tech nine without the. It reminds me without of the, the mag old in the front. Brass eagle little CO two tiny little like CO two powered BB gun CO two canister single shot paintball guns. What it reminds me of. Oh yeah, brass yeah. Brass eagles single. Yeah. You pump it, fire. Pump like, it and get like ten shots out oh, of yeah, the like metal the CO two canister. The, yeah, okay. It's what it looks like to me. Yeah. And the. The other abomination, which, uh, as the one dude from the Gun Collective podcast put it, it's an abortion, is there, what is it called? KS7. KS7. Now, mind you, Caltech makes the KSG shotgun, which is actually really cool. But this KS7 is just terrible. It's... Terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even. Starship know Troopers came out in this, and it's just terrible, terrible, terrible. There's nothing I can say good about it. Yeah. Um. They. I got nothing. The, the thing on the top. I don't know what is that it's supposed to be like a rail mount, a carry handle. Like it looks. Maybe. I don't know. It looks ridiculous. Yeah, it reminds me. Oh, what is that? It's. It looks like a gun off a of Starship Troopers. Yeah. It also reminds me, it's a it's a rifle. Oh, It's got that yeah. goofy pop thing mount, and then the scope mount's on top. Real long pencil barrel. Yeah. Real weird looking thing. I can't think of what it's called now. Is it a Caltech 2? I don't know. I don't know. I think I have a picture of it on one of my posters downstairs. Like, the, uh, the problem is, is they titled the poster, uh, Modern Assault Weapons. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I forget what's... I, yeah. Um, the other thing, the last thing, and this is kind of techy, um, yeah. is this... Again, I don't know what... I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Robo I don't see Cop any lives. But, yeah, video games and Robocop have come to 
Come 20, to life. 2019 shot show and come to life. Uh, with Raid Tech's... Um, Glock Indicator Slide. Yeah. That's basically a good way to put it. Glock yeah. Indicator Slide. And basically it's a digital readout on the back of the slide that shows you how many rounds are left, left in the magazine. The um, whether the magazine is empty and if the magazine is present in the firearm and also like whether there's a loaded round in the chamber or not i'm sure there's a couple other things we're missing but yeah kind of cool um again seems like a not for everybody market yeah um maybe as a training thing it would be kind of cool but nah not not for me but it, it's cool that somebody finally did, you know, smart guns. Here we go with the smart guns. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure how I like that the idea. Stare Og. Oh, the Stare Og? Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. I wasn't thinking the Og. Because it kind of has the... Yeah, no, 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 no. I wasn't thinking the Og. But yeah, okay, yeah, now that you showed me that picture, yeah, it does kind of look like it the It does kind of look like it. Yeah, those things are sweet, too. Yeah. Um... There was another one that Keltec made. I don't know when they made Of course, it's, come on, hurry up. Oh, i got to find it the again. The Sub-2000. No, no, not the Sub-2000. I, I know the Sub-2000. Uh, the RDB. What? What? Keltec RDB. What the hell is that? It looked, like That looked like almost two guns there. Yeah, it, it's a bullpup. With a pistol grip uh, way up there. Well, it's got the mag behind the pistol grip. Uh, it's two, two, three. It's just hideous. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. That's some yawn in here. Yeah. Um. Because we're talking about Caltech. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, twenty or any AR fifteen compatible magazine. Hmm. Uses AR mags. It looks like an abomination, too. Yeah. I would like to meet the person that, like, is on the R&D. I'm wondering if they subcontract it to... I won't go. Yeah. Yeah, I, was I didn't want to say it. Because yeah. <laughs> someone thinks it's like, what? I mean, if you're a collector of oddities in the firearms, yeah. buy every Celtic you can get your hands on. Because they just... I'm sorry. the KSG, weird. The KSG is cool, though. Like, that was yes. probably oh, the coolest God, yeah. thing that they made in a while. Yeah. I think that actually was cool. And some people do really like the Sub-2000. I can understand for... Like a hiking gun. Yeah, a backpack hiking gun. But nowadays, like, I mean, this... You can get it... Nowadays, you can build a friggin' backpack gun with a four-inch barrel that accepts Glock magazines and, yeah. you know, you could freaking put I a mean, collapsible stock on it or yeah, a I mean, brace or like whatever. A takedown. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, with that, that's kind of like the final thing. I'm sure we'll have SHOT Show updates until probably June yeah. when we can put in for our passes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um. With that, um, Keith's kind of going to do... Uh, most of the talking on this one because yep. he kind of wrote down most of the stuff on this one. Um, and we both experienced it this week because, well... Because uh -huh. it's, you know, hit about negative 40 degrees with the wind uh, with chill. With the wind chill. 
Well, let's I put had it this pipes way. Pipes freeze inside my house. Let's put it this way. We had between I think it was Detroit, Michigan and Tampa, Florida, there was a 123 degree, degree difference. difference. Yep. It was -50 up in Detroit. And was it Detroit or was it that? No, it might have been Wisconsin. Yeah, it may have been Wisconsin, but somewhere, somewhere up, up there, negative fifty, and Florida was like sixty-three. Yeah, it was one hundred and twenty. One hundred and twenty-three degree difference. Yeah, I mean, and Florida wonders why we hate them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the main topic after since we've rolled, rounded up our shot show, uh, flabber jaws, um, cold weather pre- prepping. Um, <laughs> Uh, minions. Um, what kind of things to have if you live in a colder climate? Um, my text messages are going off because I'm connected to Wi-Fi. It's coming up on my computer, too. <laughs> no questions. Only answers. <laughs> You'll get none of those. Um, there's obviously, you know, with cold comes ice. And with ice, tends to Come take down, down power lines. And people. Yeah, and people. I mean, yeah, I, f- I fell. Zach fell. Now, mine kind of outdoes yours. I was in the trailer that started sliding down the hill because the block slid out from under the wheel because of the ice. When did you do that? Oh, that would have been Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, I managed to stay upright because I grabbed the top of the door of the trailer. My father-in-law, not so much. He grabbed a hold of the cable. He fell. He kind of tried to put his foot down to stop, and it just sucked him out and drug him probably 20 feet down the driveway. Ouch. Cut his leg all open. Ooh. Yeah. The trailer hit the truck. Ooh. Didn't do any damage because the cable hit the truck first and slowed it down in the tension because it's uh, a drop-down door. It has the springs in the top oh. like a garage door. you didn't break the spring. No. It, it put so much tension on the one, the other one was hanging loose and came off. Oh. We had to put it back on, but the spring, the cable in the spring brought it close enough to stop. It broke a little piece of plastic on the truck. Didn't do nothing to the trailer, but yeah, that that was fun. Um, wow. You fell. You got kicked by a horse. Oh, yeah, that was how I started my day on Wednesday. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the story behind sucks. getting kicked by the horse was my mom's horse had fallen in our barn and got its leg caught between our fence the fence in the barn is actually made of two old guardrails and there's a gap in between them because we didn't put them straight down because it wasn't high enough so there's about maybe like an eight inch eight inch to a foot gap in between it well the horse we aren't 100 percent sure what happened to either the horse rolled and got its foot stuck or kicked at my mom's german shepherd and got its foot stuck but we don't know so the horse was cut and it had laid down with its foot still stuck. It just kind of rolled over and lay down. So we're thinking it was laying down first. Yeah. But it eventually got froze. The leg got froze to the beam because it was bleeding. And it kind of got froze to the ground. Um, so me and my mom's neighbor ended up rolling the horse. And in the process of rolling the horse from its left side to its right side, it decided that, you know, it would throw a glancing blow into my left leg about... Oh, an inch below my kneecap. And luckily it was glancing, otherwise I'd be sitting here talking to you with my leg in a cast, probably with a yeah. pin or two in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So, when you get ice and it brings down things, including power lines, you get power outages. So, you gotta have things in place because even though, like, my furnace is gas, but you gotta have electricity to spin up the blower. And mine happens to pull 7,000 watts on spin up. It's a big furnace. Oh, yeah, didn't we discuss this that, like, your furnace should be used for, like... Yeah, a house twice the size yeah. of what mine is. But it had uh, the previous owners adopted. They fostered and adopted, and the one kid had real bad allergy issues. It has the best filters. I have to clean them out two to three times a year. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, which they need clean now. But uh, it's a pain in the butt to get to because, you know, not a lot of space. Um no, I never <laughs> thought that. Yeah, I got to go into the garage, climb up over the bathroom piece, and in through a little hole, slide my butt through there, and then reach it through to my wife in the bedroom to vacuum it out and bring it back and slide it back in. The one filter barely makes it out. There's a gouge cut out of the foam insulation that's in the roof right there so that it has enough room to come out and tilt down to be able to get it out. Yeah. Huzzah. Yeah, it's fun. Um, anyway... Um, so you'll need auxiliary heat, which would include kerosene heater or a propane heater. With either of those, you got to make sure you have some ventilation. Um, carbon monoxide can build up. Um, Want to get high <laughs> and die? <laughs> uh, worst case scenario, like we have a gas stove and oven. Speaking of that, <laughs> did you see the thing on Facebook? It said, uh, landlord turned down my heat when it went to negative 40 or 40 degrees outside. Yeah. My apartment got cold. Little did the idiot realize that he also pays my electric bill. And I'm more concerned about my comfort than I am about my, uh, safety and energy energy conservation. The dude has all four burners on an electric stove on with an electric box fan blowing the heat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Whatever you got to do, man. Yeah, I, the other day... It, I don't know why he just didn't crank the stove on and put, like, the box fan, like, right there and, like... Yeah, I don't know. I turned my oven on to 350, cracked it open for 20 minutes, because obviously with that, with propane, with kerosene, you got to watch how long you do it without ventilation, because carbon monoxide can't... But you guys it. lose power. No, but the down, my house is blocked with no insulation downstairs. Oh, yeah, that's right. It gets kind of chilly. Upstairs is okay. Downstairs, not so much. It gets chilly. Um, So I had just to supplement the heat a little bit. Um, But kerosene, you need need an auxiliary heater uh, with the appropriate fuel to go with it. Um, Whether it be a kerosene heater and a jug, you know, a five-gallon can of kerosene. um, Or like a little Coleman Mr. Heater, propane heater. And with that got a grill you got you know you got fuel for it i always like the propane like grill grates like the ones that like are they're either round or you can get them in square that are like that they're not grill grates but heater grates and like you just screw it into the propane tank itself and then just flip it and light it those aren't quite i don't think as efficient for a small area for a small area but for your living room that thing would heat up your living room and dining room quite well oh yeah um, I have a little Mr. Heater 
propane heater. Yeah. Usually it takes the little green propane canisters to thread onto it. Yeah. They actually make a hose. They you can use the them for, thing. you know, the propane cookstop, camping cooktops and stuff. That threads into that and then threads into the propane tank. That's what I use. I actually just ran out of propane in the main tank that we had using it in the garage when I was running wiring. Uh, I got to get my hands on a hundred gallon propane tank. Yeah. Everybody says they're stupid. That's a stupid idea. But for as much as we grill. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. Um, thinking about putting a 100-gallon propane, like one of the stand ones. Yeah. And then just running a hose to it. Yeah. Up to the grill. Yeah. I mean. It, like, I could run a whole freaking summer, if not from summer into fall, with that thing for as much as we grill. Right. Because I think I fill my regular tanks. I have two. The two 20-pounders. And. I, Hang on. So, like we were saying before, the yeah. blood call. Dad life. Um, I probably fill them like three times a year. Two, three times a year. I fill mine every other year or so, probably, because we don't grill that much. I cook oh, over my fire. Summertime is grill fire. time. I cook over my fire. We have a giant cast iron skillet that we cook with. Yeah, summertime is my, gr my grill time. Um, so, that's... I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be a bad deal for me to maybe do a 100-pounder. Yeah, no. I mean, if you do a lot of grilling and stuff um, throughout the summertime when you don't have that issue for heat, they can definitely be repurposed. Um, in the wintertime, it's definitely something good to have um, if you use a propane heater. Um, they also make, you can put together a little adapter thing to take your bigger tank and refill, hook to the smaller tanks to refill them. It's just like four little pieces, you know, brass pieces you put together with a check valve. Um, you got to watch overfilling, you know, try not to overfill, but um, that can be done too. But yeah, heat source, uh, an auxiliary heat source. Um, you can be, you know, you need to have lots of blankets um, for the down times where you can't move around. Um, like we have a crap ton of blankets in our house, just simply because the downstairs downstairs gets cold. You haven't anyway. seen even half the blankets we have around here. Oh, I don't doubt it. But and this house does get cold. Um, old house. It's an old house. Yeah. I mean, it's got corn cob insulation. Yeah. And for the folks that don't know what that is, it's basically ground up corn cobs that they did back in like the friggin' forties, I think. Was the last time they used it? Probably, I think, yeah. So this was probably done in, like, the freaking 30s? Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. But yeah, lots of blankets. Um, you need... A hair if dryer. you have... A what? A hair dryer. Yeah, hair dryer for thawing, right. thawing pipes. I literally had... Or an electric it. heater. A small yep. electric heater. Yep. Um, you had to find that out the hard way. My stepdad found that out the hard way, which is yeah. weird because they've never... Same deal as you. Never had pipes freeze in that house. The one pipe on the outside wall. Yeah. That's and they have good insulation on the outside wall, and it's still froze. Now, mind you, folks, it was for anybody except Florida. Yeah. Was exceptionally brutally cold. Like, I went out during the day when it was the warmest. To run electrical wire, I was out there for 20 minutes and my hands hurt because it was so cold. I could not feel to... Wednesday or Thursday? 
It was Wednesday. Hour and a half. But now, mind you, I was in a barn with protection from the wind, but still. I was in the garage. There's no wind. I'm also messing with metal boxes and yeah. stuff like that, trying to do I'm fine trying to work. And I'm trying to flip a horse. Yeah. You were moving around a lot more than I was. Yeah. Which, with I wanted to say that earlier, but um, I had my triple watt design uh, Shagmaster on. Oh, yeah. Props to triple watt design for making quality product. Um, yeah. Because I was comfortable and didn't have any gloves or anything on. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't even um, want to know. I'll show you in a second. Oh, God, I'm uh, scared. <laughs> you no need to be scared. Um, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, if you have drafty windows, like I do, um, like even my sliding glass door in the back leaks like a freaking sieve. Uh, Did you have frost around it? A little bit. My but the the airflow between the two doors, it's ridiculous. Mm. It blows through that like freaking crazy. Remind me when we go, or we're done recording. I'll have you feel the uh, light socket. Ooh, yeah. Downstairs, the switch on the front of the house. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, That's brutal. With that, um, you can buy little kits for like the plastic to seal the windows. They're stupid expensive go buy a dollar like painter's plastic drop cloth mm -hmm. it's you know you can get them for like a dollar you cover a lot, a lot more windows and duct tape well a lot of the reason the people don't do that is because you can't see out i don't give a shit i'd rather be warm than care if i could see out the window well some people like to see out like me yeah i mean i i like seeing who the hell's full in my job my main windows on the front yeah i'll cover with that clear plastic but the other windows that i really don't care about yeah because I can get three, four windows out of one, at minimum, out of one of those drop cloths. He's got a grow house going. No, I'm just kidding. Shh. No. Um, I just don't like peeping toms, period. I, if I can see who's coming in my driveway and I can see enough through. In my upstairs windows, I put clear on so I can see. Downstairs? Well, you also got to be like, 20 foot tall to see in your upstairs window yeah exactly um but yeah i mean the plastic on the windows like the kit that i bought that i put over where we still have an air front air conditioner a little man out there air conditioner in the downstairs window um simply because it's a pain in the butt mm -hmm. to take in and out we still we still use the one upstairs um uh, we just use it as a fan because is one of those people that always has to have a fan off. I used to be that way. And then our stand fan died, and Tanya was happy. Because, <laughs> yeah. I actually don't mind. Eh, more dad life. Yeah, more dad life. Already knows. Yeah. Um, but you seal those Water. windows off. It uh, keeps the drafts out, helps keep you warm. Um especially when your main you know your main heat source your furnace isn't going to run you want to seal in as much of the heat in there that you can cuddle um, lots of cuddling yes um you want to have your basic blackout kit um because with the power Water, to go out food um if you have a generator great if you can afford one i'd recommend getting one 
Um, if not, uh, get one. Yeah, if not, get one. Sell one of your kids, yeah. kidneys, something. Um, get one. Yeah, you need a flashlight. It's funny because I don't have one, but I'm in the process of looking at getting a Generac. Yeah. Because I need a 17 kilowatt hour Generac like my dad has to power yeah. my house and the freaking neighbors. Yeah, like I said, my furnace requires 7,000 watts on spin up. Now, after that, it's like a thousand, not even a thousand. It's like yeah. 750. Once it's running. But that's like, my dad has a 17,000 kilowatt, like it's... 17,000 watt, yeah. No, it's kilowatt hours. Well, it's kilowatt. K yeah. I don't know. All I know 17 is, kilowatts is like 17,000 watts. I don't know. All I know is he has enough to power his freaking house and the back garage. Yeah. Like, all the house and... Is I, it a diesel backup generator? No. No? No. Propane, natural, natural gas? Natural gas. Yeah, natural gas. Um, but it's also got a 20 second delay. Yeah. So, power out, on. Yeah. I was like, jeez. Yeah. Um, and it updates every week. Like, it runs cycle every yeah, week. It, <sighs> yeah, runs system maintenance or whatever every week. Um, a flashlight for each person. Jonathan James. Sorry, dad life. you got to stay away like from the steps. Flashlight for each person. Um, Extra batteries for each flashlight. Extra, yeah. At least a good 300 lumen, lumen flashlight. Yeah, I mean, one. One, maybe two. Yeah, I mean, like, for my kids, I buy those cheap little three AAA battery yeah. things for the kids. But, like, so I have... Not, so they're not blinding themselves because, you know, they're yeah. going to try to play flashlight tag. Yeah. You know, I have one, a great big... It's, it's comparable to a... <laughs> 2D cell mag light. Oh, come on, you should buy LED. that. Uh, buy the one that the uh, fire department uses from Streamlight. Yeah. The this one I got. Ten thousand freaking. I don't know. Ten thousand lumen, whatever. My God, sunbeam light. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Your kid is a lot smarter than you. I know he is. No, Jonathan. Maybe he wants um, to go back downstairs. Uh, uh, dad life calls. Be back in one second. Oh, okay. He can go over the list. All right, so let's see. Where were we at? Uh, flashlights, okay. Uh, extra batteries. Um, uh, phone battery supplies, like battery backups uh, for your phones. So I have one. I believe mine's a 10,000 milliamp hour. Or more, um, pretty much shockproof, bombproof, battery supply backup. Um, I get three charges out of my out of my supply backup. Um, you can get little cheap ones that'll give you one charge, but I get uh, I spent the money on mine and got a decent one, and I get about three charges out of that. Um, normally. Normally, I keep mine charged. Mine's currently out in my car, so it's probably dead because of the cold. Yeah, but I need to, cold. need to bring that back in and probably charge it. But like I said, I get three, three to four charges out of my. I I gotta see. I haven't actually. I get quite a bit, but I can also charge two devices at once. Yeah. Mine. Um. Candles. Yeah. Um. um everybody's got candles. I yeah. mean, my God, you go to dollar store. You yep. can buy a box of. Freaking candles for yeah the little book, tea light candles are a dollar you get you can buy a box of a hundred for like 
three dollars three bucks or yeah. something like that yeah um and, and if all else fails crayola crayons yep they i'm sure you crayola, about 30 minutes i'm sure crayolas are about 30 minutes the rose arts probably are about an hour probably there's a lot more paraffin in the rose arts than there are in crayolas i think well because rose art sucks <laughs> yeah um, not looking for a sponsorship rose art <laughs> matches to light said candles um rose Hippo. Actually, I think everybody matches, should get, lighters. I think everybody should at least have matches, lighters, and a Zippo. Yeah. Reason I say all three is because matches are easy to light, but if they get wet, they're out of luck. Yeah. Lighters blow out. Zippos are pretty much good for everything. Yeah. And two is one, one is none. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, is I actually started carrying a Zippo again because I do smoke, and I. Forgot how much I missed carrying a Zippo. I truly do like my Zippo, and that actually came from the barrel blade yeah. locks, and I love that thing. I love my Zippo. Yeah, and the matches or lighters can also be used, if you have to, to light gas stove. Because if power's out, your igniter's not going to work. Um, I don't rem recommend. No. Don't, don't recommend lighting a gas stove with a Zippo. No. Mm -hmm. Not a good idea. No. Um... Uh, let's see, Sterno, or like a Coleman propane camp stove, like I have a can of Sterno that sits above my microwave on the shelf, um, and I do have the little two-burner Coleman camp stove that hooks to the propane tank, um, for I gotta get me one of them. alternate ways of cooking your food, because, you know, not everybody likes to eat everything cold, like, I mean, I'll eat super and, you know, Chicken noodle I, soup and I draw the right line at Chef Boyardee cold. Oh, beefaroni's great cold. No, I can eat Chef Boyardee and like spaghettios and all that. Like, but that's it. Like once I get into soups, mm, mm -mm, I can't do soups I cold. I prefer it warm. Yeah, but I'll eat it cold. I mean, I'll eat just about anything. I put I got a thing a jar of uh, pickled baby beets from White House. There I are so many bad, in there. There are so many. Oh, shut up! Bad comments. <laughs> I want to throw at that that I'm just gonna stop. I'm not a picky eater. Um, like I said, I, the the uh, pickling juice from the baby beets from White House, I threw a couple cans of Vienna sausages in there and let them pickle. It was actually quite delicious. I like for. I'm surprised foods. you haven't said anything about me sitting here blowing frigging smoke yeah. rings like because I'm bored. Yeah, well. As we're doing, this. I'm not yeah. bored, but like I'm like. Yeah. And the matches can be good for lighting the Sterner, the Coleman stove, um, and hand crank weather radio. Um, because <coughs> if said battery packs for your phones run out, you can't get weather updates to try and figure out what's going on. Because how many of us actually have landlines anymore? Like not... I did for about a month, yeah, about three months ago, yeah. And then I got rid of it again. Yeah, I mean, like, my in-laws have But most of the time, if just, your power's out, your landline's out. Yeah. It's like my in-laws have a landline, but it's because their internet and phone, or internet and TV, you bundle all three together, and it's cheaper than just the internet and the TV. You've so, got mail. Like, yeah. that. Like that's all <laughs> I could think of was the... <laughs> old school dial-up. Get off the phone! I want to get on the internet! <laughs> Oh, I yeah. can think of right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I mean, your basic blackout kit. Um, and then 
if you're stuck at home, clothing can definitely play a part. Um, obviously, you're at home with all your clothes, but if you have to go out, make sure there are arguments back and forth whether you should layer or whether you should not layer. I've heard both. I go with layering. Um, like it's so, easier to take. It's easier to take a layer off, off than trying to find some to put on if you're not at home. Yeah, because if you don't layer, then you know you really. You have to make sure you layer correctly. Indecent exposure is still a crime, folks. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so, like with shirts, um, you'll need you know like a, an undershirt, whether it be just like a white t-shirt or if it's super super cold and you have to venture out uh like long johns or you know thermal layer base the thermal base layer under armors uh yeah. cold weather gear yep which i'm not saying go spend the money on under armor but thank you federal government i have a couple under armor shirts yeah and those things are wonderful yeah um so yeah your undershirt your main t-shirt and your main shirt that you're gonna wear whether it be a t-shirt a button-up flannel flannel um Next layer would be like a sweatshirt or a fleece pullover. Um, if you do like with my setup that I have, you do the fleece hoodie, the shag master, and then a soft shell. Yeah. And supposedly that's good into like the cold temperatures. And I'll tell you what, just the soft shell and the shag master, your ass is sweating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next layer would be like a windbreaker or, you know, the, the soft shell. Something to cut the wind, and then if you really get into have to get into really really cold, you can throw on a heavier top layer coat. Yeah. Um, those layers keep the insulation parts away from you, so it's not getting soaked. The windbreaker keeps the wind out, and then you can add your. That's uh, for your upper body. Now you gotta right. kind of do that the same yeah. with your Pants lower body. Comes in your your underwear. Um, obviously, because I mean, Just unless you let go in commando. Just wear boxers. Underwear, then your underpants, which would be... Yeah, I wear boxer briefs. I wear boxers. Free! Free balling! All right, Mr. Tacticilt. Hey! (laughs) I'll tell you what, I actually kind of want to order one and wear it to SHOT Show next year. (laughs) Just for SHOT Show. Yeah. Walk around with a set of bagpipes with me. (laughs) I can't... Like AR barrels or... Yes, exactly, but I can't play bagpipes. No, me neither. Damn it, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, underwear, your thermal underpants, um, your pants, whether it be jeans, dress pants, blah, blah, blah. And then your insulated pants, like I wear, Carhartt bibs, or or my kids have, yeah, snow pants, like snowboarding ski pants that are thick, insulated, um, that kind of Something that's water repellent. Right. Um. Also, make sure you got a set of... Gloves, good thick yep. gloves. Gloves, which like, I like to wear two layers of gloves too. See, I I, I wear thinner tactile, to do that. dexterous gloves, and then if you know when it gets real cold and I or I don't need to use my fingers, I put on the thicker, heavier gloves. I used to do that until I found out or found my gloves. What gloves do you have? Mechanics Wear came out with either last year or the year before. Oh yeah, they're cold weather. They're winter. Yeah. Gloves, and I bought a pair of the Impact Pro winners. I don't have had those. I had their fast fits. They're, the the winter, winter fast fits. Yeah. Okay, I bought the Impact Pro. Now we all know the Impact gloves. They're great gloves. 
I've smashed my fingers many times on the log splitter, putting giant logs, and never had any issues. I've lit mine on fire. They are not fireproof. They are fire... Resistant. Resistant. I have lit my impacts on fire while my hand was still in them and managed to get it out before I got severely burnt or in the gloves started to melt and still was able to use the glove for quite some time. I've also split the seams on a pair of fast fits. Oh, yeah. And I've also split the seams on a pair of impacts. I have too. That's how much use I had out of them. Yeah. Oh, um, great. A pair I of regular love... mechanics. Yeah. One time a split in wood and they're shit. Yeah. I love my mechanic gloves. But they make winter ones, and these ones are fleece-lined. And remind me, and I'll let you try them on. I don't know what size your hand is. Mine's Medium little... to large. Okay, yeah, you'll fit in these. They are awesome. And your hands will sweat in them. But they are great. I love them. I love them, love them, love them. And they've got, like, the extended cuff a little bit, so yeah. it comes up to where your jack. Worth the $30, because mechanic gloves ain't cheap. No. These were, like, 30 bucks, which is kind of high for a set of gloves i don't need another set of gloves i've used them in yeah but how's the dexterity in them that's my biggest issue i like to be able to feel things you'd be surprised okay that's my biggest issue i'd that's be okay I like the thinner i'd be tackle. okay with running them and pulling a trigger on them hmm. like i think like i'd have to make sure there was enough space right but i would feel comfortable running it with it and okay. shooting a firearm with them okay because, yeah, that's my biggest issue. I like to... I should technically probably wear larges, but I buy mediums. Here, here's the weird I thing. I like the, the fit snugger. Okay, see, better. that's the weird thing. But I so at work, because I have to wear rubber gloves all day, I wear large. For certain special things, I wear mediums. But I normally wear a large. Now, our larges are kind of big, a little bit big on me, but... Not that much. And it's weird because rubber gloves suck because you can't get a true size. Now, if I go, like, to get a pair of mechanics gloves, yeah. it's medium-large. Because the small mediums are too tight. Like, yeah. it's they're way too tight. I mean, I don't have a big hand, but it's... My yeah. fingers are kind of longer. My mediums always blow out the middle, the end of the middle fingers. Both hands when Just I wear. giving people the finger. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, gloves are a must. Yep. Balaclavas. Yep. Hats. Uh, I've got to like skipping ahead. Yeah, a little bit. A balaclava. Um, because we're at what uh, hour and hour and six. Six. But um, a knit or fleece skull cap. I have a watch like, cap. Yeah, I like to like I I've got this one here. Um, it's an old employer uniform hat. Covers here. And then I'll put my, the one I have two of them. I call them Russian hats, but they're those hunter floppy eared ones. Pull over, have the little flap that's up in the front. Ah, uh, yes. Pull, I put one of those on and then either a scarf or a balaclava to cover the lower half, even though my, my beard's my, there, but. I do covers. my skull balaclava. I have, Tanya bought me the Ghost Recon skull balaclava. Nice. So I have it. Not the wool one. I wish she would have got Just me the, the the knit one. Like I have the knee, like the, the neoprene. neoprene. Yeah. The, but I wear that, and then I'll throw my uh, watch cap over it. Yep. Um, socks. I uh, when it gets really cold out. Socks are a must. Yes. And this is coming from somebody that has hunted. Yeah. Socks are a must. Wool socks. As I'm wearing my thin. <laughs> Haynes Extreme Temp socks yeah. right now because, like, I can't stand yeah. thick socks. 
I wear, I get merino wool socks. I actually got some that were on sale at Walmart, like three pairs for five bucks. But yeah, they're decent socks and they're warm. But the thing with wool socks that you, when your feet are going to sweat, get a cheap pair of your nylon, real thin nylon dress socks. Oh, uh, yes. Put them on under, underneath. Yeah. It's going to save you them. blisters. Oh, my God. Do I hate those damn things? Yeah. I don't know why. I just cannot stand that thin of a sock yeah. on my foot. I don't know. I put those on and then put the Especially if you have them. calluses. Like yeah. if you get it like. snags. Yeah. 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 But. I wear the layer of the nylon and then the wool because the nylon keeps the moisture away from your skin, which helps prevent blisters. So, I mean, that that's how I always wear it. Um, shoes is when, when you're out running in the cold. Something with good tread, something that's waterproof and water resistant. I prefer boots over tennis shoes all day. Um, I only wear, I, the sad thing is, is I only wear skate shoes when I drive. Like, I like thin but I, soles. But if I'm out trekking in the cold, I will wear my boots because the tread's better. Is it sad that I wear combat boots for everything? <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much me. I have I mean, combat boots for work. I have Thorogood. Actually, they're patrolman boots. They're what the Ohio State uh, Highway Patrol wears. I have those for work. I have a cheap <laughs> pair of Walmart combat boots yep. for everyday around the farm and then like if I'm going somewhere to, like to a show or like hanging out with the guys from the music scene or like driving somewhere I'll wear yep. shoes like my skate shoes but other than that it's boots yeah yeah um for the longest time I I hated wearing work boots but I actually now that's because all I wear is work boots right I'll, I like wearing boots yeah so that covers the clothing part um if you're in the house you know you're stuck in the house you don't have anywhere to go and it's super cold, keep moving. Keep moving, it keeps your circulation going, keeps your body temperature steady. If you stop moving, your body temp's gonna drop, you're gonna start getting cold and hypothermia can kick in. Um, along with- if it, all, if it all else fails, pull the day after tomorrow and hide in the library and burn books. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm kidding. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Um, don't, don't burn books. Yeah, keep moving and eat a good amount, eat more calories than you normally would. Because when you keep moving, you're going to be burning those calories to keep your body temperature up, your blood circulation flowing. Um, you're like canned foods, which are you know easily sort easily heated up on a propane cooked stove. You yes. heat them up right in the can. Just take the top off, click it on, and heat and, you know heat it right there. Um, soups. Okay, if you got lots of people, baked beans. I love baked beans. Easy heat up. Um, Buy the food storage thing, folks. Like, it's not... Yeah. What is it, 50 bucks for the cheap one? Uh, some... From, like, food storage pro or whatever the one that they were going to advertise. Yeah, something like that. It's I mean, like 50 bucks. It's, what, 72 hour? So, yeah. It's like a 72 like, hour. For, like, a family of four. Yeah. Um, you just... It, it, when it comes down to food... Store what you eat because you can store. Those food storage thing, that's the one thing. That's why I haven't got it because there's an array of stuff in there, and I'm not sure if like right. I'll eat it or the wife will eat it or the kid will eat it. So right, go to your local army surplus. If you've ever eaten MREs, they're amazing. Yeah, I mean there I, are some that are there are nasty. some that are terrible, but if you can get your hands on chili mac, do it. <laughs> yeah, that one's good. The um, 
Spanish rice one or whatever yeah. one I had was really good. The breakfast one normally suck. Five dollars. Really? For one MRE. Yeah. That's expensive. It is a little bit, but the other ones are eight. This one's in the clear bag, not the brown bag. Oh, see, I, cause I'm, I'm sure he'd give you I'm a gonna, if you bought a certain I'm amount. I'm going to have to see, because somewhere I was seeing the ones in the brown bag for, like, a case of, like, 20 was, like, 60 bucks, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. And those are only supposed to be eaten one time a day. Yeah, you eat those once a day. And don't confuse the two little white pieces of gum for regular chewing gum. I did that. <laughs> I think everybody's done that once. Uh, when I was in Civil Air Patrol, we had encampment. I think we talked about this on one of the podcasts. Probably, yeah. Uh, kid didn't know it was laxative gum. And he's like, hey, you going to eat your gum? No, here you go. Chewed like seven or eight packs at once. Yeah, he literally crapped his pants. I like the little bubbles of hot sauce. Yeah. Oh, dude, I had like eight or ten of them that I kept in my bag. Yeah, Because awesome. I like Tabasco. Yeah, Tabasco sauce is awesome. Yeah. Way to go, Tabasco, for putting your stuff in U.S. military Heck yeah. MREs. Like, you're the, you're the real MVP there. Yeah. Because you need that shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, if they put Frank... That's what they need to do. Frank's Red Hot... Frank's hot sauce, Red Hot, needs to supply to the military because then they can legally say, I put that shit on everything. There you go. Yep. Frank's, I just wrote your next commercial and probably <laughs> paycheck. There you go. You guys need to get on that. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just make sure you stay active because if you don't... And make sure you have some sort of storage of... Water and water, supplies. Food, because if your pipes freeze, you're going to need water from somewhere, and melting snow burns way too many calories. It takes way too long for the, the small amount of output, because even as you're melting it, well, some of it's going to evaporate off. It's just not worth it. And can't... St I read somewhere, can't snow dehydrate you quicker? Um, That's alcohol. Alcohol definitely dehydrates you. Oh, yeah, but there's something with snow, like eating snow straight off the ground, like... It can, and there's something thing I read with snow, you got to worry about purity, especially if you live in a more urban environment. You got smog from a city, it's in the snow. Yeah. Acid rain. Yeah, acid snow, you don't eat it. I wonder if that'd be a, like, would you get an acid trip from that? Uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Probably not, but you'd probably have no tongue left. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, keep a store of water, and you're... External cooking source can help, or heater can help. Fall we didn't even get into the cars. No, I mean, mention. I mean, basic. This is kind of common knowledge, but we did this because we had the cold weather and we really didn't kind of have a yeah full-on topic. Um, make sure your car's gas tank is full. Yep, tanks full. Keep your a small snow shovel. Yeah. Keep uh, a, an emergency blanket. I mean, your basic seventy-two hour kit. Plus shovel scraper, uh, if you have max tracks or something. Actually, like I just that. gave one of those shovels away really? that you gave me. Yeah. Which Tony's probably gonna be mad because I don't think I put one in her car. Uh. But a girl I work with, like, they don't have a snow shovel at her apartment. Huh. Like, she's like, I don't even own a snow shovel. I was like, Here you go. Follow me out to my car tonight. I'll give you a freaking car shovel. Yep. She goes, Really? I was like, Yeah, I got two. You can have one. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, they're like five bucks at your parts stores for these. They're small. The handles collapse. Which I don't know why I gave that to her. But now that I'm thinking of that, but like maybe it was just because of the fact that like she had mentioned it, and I was like, Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, I mean, and, you gotta I mean, help I got your fellow for, man. I mean, I got it for free. Yeah, I got it for free. So I got it for free some from some ugly bearded dude. Yeah, uh-huh. ugly bearded dude. I see how it is. <laughs> All right, he may happen to be in this room, but... Yeah. Which, now I think we've deemed my kid's room as kind of the studio, because it's quiet. Yeah, it's quiet up here. When the rest of the kids are downstairs running around, screeching, falling off the couch and busting their lip open, you know. But, I mean, that's... I'm that's sure. That's what I got for yeah. cold weather stuff. I mean, I could keep going on and on, but the, we one other officially thing... hit an hour and 15, 17 minutes. Yeah, and I think the wives are getting antsy. Yeah. Well, at least I know yours is. <laughs> um, the one thing that I will say that a lot of people don't realize with the water and how to not freeze your friggin' pipes, which man, I, I think I only said it three times tonight. Um, yeah. Pipes. The the uh, best way that I was always taught was if it's an exterior cabinet, so like my sink, my yep. bathroom sink, open the doors underneath. And open the faucet all the way full, and then bring it back until it's just dripping, like a single drip. Doesn't have to be a stream, just a little drip. And that keeps the water flowing through it, and keeps them from should keep them from freezing. Now I seen pictures today that I don't think it would have mattered. I seen one of a tank explode on a toilet. That was. Cool, actually. Yeah, I'm the sorry. The whole thing froze solid, expanded, and shattered the porcelain. Shattered the porcelain, and all you have sitting on the back of the toilet is one block of ice. Big block of ice with all the internals still in it. Yeah. I thought that was a cool picture. Like, I had to do a double take. I was like, Yeah. I At first, I thought it was Lexane. I was like, Who built their toilet tank out of Lexane? And I was like, Wait a minute, that froze. Yeah. I'm like, that. It was kind of cool looking. And then the toilet with nothing but like. What, the six inches of friggin' frozen water frost? Yeah. Like, it literally frosted. It was... That was weird. Look. Yeah. Like it said, in my pipes, in my bathroom, froze. Like, in my bathroom. Well, that's because when they redid it, somebody ran it through the friggin' cement block. Or it's, right up against it. Yeah, it's right up block. against it. Now, And there's no I room checked, for pipe wrap. No, there's no room for pipe wrap or heat tape or nothing on it. Um, heat tape, we could get around it. Very little. You can get to this much of the the entire pipe. That's the entire length you can get to. Oh, that's better. And it froze this. before that length. Oh shit! Well, yeah. I guess we're out of luck. It froze. See, it runs. I've tried to figure shower, out how it froze. And it runs down and over and behind the bottom of the shower. Oh. And then there's four okay. inches before the valve for the toilet, and then it runs over up and underneath the bathroom sink. It froze in the bottom of the shower, behind back there. I tore out some of that paneling because the whole bathroom is getting If it ever gets anyway. that cold again, what you may want to do at the back of the toilet. Shut it off so it only has that much to flow from the shower and then down. And it's then... It's a T to the valve. Oh, it's a T to it the flows valve. to the bathroom sink out and over to the I was thinking sink. if you just shut it off before it got to the toilet and then the rest of the way out, like you wouldn't have to worry about them freezing. Uh, you can't. Because then all you'd have to do is just crack it back open. Because yeah. the way you were explaining it, I was like, shit, there should be a valve somewhere. You could have just only 
there's just shut it off at the hot or the hot water tank yeah i don't expect it to get that cold again no no um but and then this yeah that was two days ago and then this morning the water line the cold water line comes from where it comes in from the main out of the because we have city water ah yes comes up and there's a shutoff valve for the shut the main valve off inside the house, and it goes over and down to the washing machine. Yeah, the cold line to the washing machine was frozen this morning. Ooh. The rest of it was fine. Nice. But that line froze, and it's on the opposite side of the bathroom, but up against the block wall. Another thing. And it's got pipe insulation on it. The other thing that gets annoying this time of year, when it's super cold and in the Arctic temperatures, is if you have a tire pressure monitoring system on your car. Yeah. It gets real annoying. Now most cars, it's pretty easy to. Fix that and just shut it off. Not BMW. And this is going out to you if anybody from BMW listens to this. Why in God's name you would put a tire pressure monitoring system on a car that was designed in Germany. BMW stands for Bavarian Motor Works. Why you would make a car that drives on the Autobahn in Arctic cold weather. And put a tire pressure monitoring system that could malfunction in negative temperatures and then for every 45 seconds let you know that there is a malfunction until you can reset it. I drove from Pittsburgh to Columbiana. I was about ready to go batty. Other than that, I hear a little... Yeah, I hear little footsteps. Little footsteps coming up the I steps. see little man at the top of the steps. Uh, there he is. All right, well, well we're gonna with call that, we're going to wrap it up. Um... Thanks for tuning in. Remember, we are on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Podcast. Most uh, random episode, I think, tonight. Yeah. Uh, our website, the thedaddybrigadepodcast.wordpress.com. We are on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitter. Um, you can follow us all on there. Uh, at the daddy brigade, the underscore daddy underscore brigade, uh, daddy underscore brigade underscore podcast. Um, uh, at the dot bearded dot tank, uh, at tactical underscore gnome, um, on Twitter it's at daddy underscore brigade, um, and I think that's about it. If you uh, have anything you want to want to hear us do, um, anything you want to see, any critiques or anything like that, if you go to our website, the daddy brigade podcast wordpress dot com. Click the contact button there. You can send us a little email, or you can email us directly at daddybrigadepodcast uh, at gmail dot com. Um, Other than that, I think that's it. Yep, and that's about it. Um, go check out fifty one fifty. Yep, fifty one fifty rifles. I always say yes. I, I mean because there's fifty one fifty energy drinks. There's all kinds. I mean, yeah, yeah it's that's when I first thought I was like, what? Yeah, fifty one fifty rifles. Yep. Um, what are you clapping for, goofball? Because he knows it's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, if you're a big coffee drinker, dangerous but good. Black uh, Rifle. Black Rifle. Grunt Style. As I'm wearing my yes. Grunt Style Infidel shirt. Yep. Um, I'm wearing an old Navy Fleece pullover. Yeah. Grunt Style <laughs> Infidel. Uh, SOE Tactical. Yep. Um, because they're made in the motherfucking USA. Yep. I had to say that because that's part of their logo. I love it. Yeah. And John's um, an awesome guy. ITS, Tactical, uh, Refactor Tactical, um, 
all the guys we talked about yeah, today, Raytech, Keltech, uh, Glock. Yeah, go look at all everybody's new products. I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, go if you want to see everything that came out that some of the stuff we didn't even talk about. Go on to Instagram. Go on to search Facebook and search hashtag ShotShow2019. Yep. And you will see a lot of stuff. Um, there was a lot. There's a lot of products that we didn't even talk about because some aren't in our neck of the woods, and yeah. some are. Oh, one real quick that we did talk about that I found a little bit more information on. That 350, um, uh, 350 legend, legend. legend. It is legal to use in the state of Ohio. How? Because if you watch, it actually is a 357 cartridge. Yes. Nice. Well, actually, it's a 223 stretched out. Well, yeah, but the the caliber. The, but the it falls under the 357 straight wall. Yeah. Sweet. Um, because they talk about it in the one ep, the one. Uh, video that they talk about it from SHOT Show and they yeah. say it's legal and allowed to use. Nice. So that may be yeah. a new round for us to look at. New wildcat to play with <laughs> yeah. in my but, reloading uh, stuff. So um, we're going to be doing uh, some live videos. Yep. Uh, I hope eventually sometime soon. Yeah. Um, I just showed, video and stuff too, so. showed him a new microphone. Yep. Um, other than that, I think that's it. Yep, that's all I got. The kids are getting antsy. Wives want to go to bed. This little man's being a pain in my butt, not yeah. holding still. <laughs> hey, I've been there. Yeah, buddy, you can't, you can't push that way. No. So, uh, so with that, I'm Keith the Bearded Tank. I'm Zach Dakuno. Daddy, Daddy Brigade. Brigade Podcast out. out.